1: Hey, we're back for real. We're black, of course. We're brown
0: always. Ambition, 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 ambition. Mandy,
1: I missed you, girl.
0: I missed you too. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I missed that little jingle. (laughs) I'm glad we took a little break. Yes, it was nice to take a break. I know we
1: weren't like we're like you guys probably didn't notice because we did a lot of like taping and pre-taping. So that way, Mm. you know, you guys still got your show. But me and Mandy, what has it been like two, three
0: weeks? It's been about three weeks. Yeah, Yeah. since we've actually been on the air together. But a lot of life has happened in between. Um, Not amazing things have happened for me, but I'm happy to be standing here. (laughs) Um, I got really super sick. I didn't even Mm -hmm. get my damn vacation but I'm going to get it. I'm in between vacation blessings right now. That's, that's what I'm going to call it, Yeah. (laughs) but I'm going to get it. But no, I feel at least I got, at least I had that vacation time. It was almost like I prepped, I prepped to be gone. So when I was sick, I was like, okay, I didn't have the additional stress of like trying to, you know, like turn my entire schedule around. So yeah, we, we, we had a staycation. But go ahead, tell me about tell me about Hawaii. Tell no, me about but I'm Hawaii. glad you did because I
1: mean I think it's part of the blessings of being able to like you know work for yourself and run your own company because you just had to say so, Mandy. We need some time, and Mandy was like, oh, "Girl, you got it,"
0: you know. Yes, <laughs> you know it wasn't even when I was sick. That was that was the challenging part because I do feel like at least I've been fortunate enough to work for places where when you say that you're sick, you know they take your word for it and people kind of rally around you. But what I really did not expect was I was sick for about 10, 10 to four. I was almost sick for two weeks straight, really, really ill. And I couldn't like play with the baby. And then I fell into a, like a depression. I've never, I I haven't been sick in so long, but I had, what was more difficult for me was when I was better, like when I had my voice back and I didn't have like migraines all day, I, I fell into this very Unexpected depression. And I felt it was it was harder to me to be in that state than to be actually sick with like symptoms because I w- I still felt like I wanted to sleep all day. And I and I haven't had an episode like that since, you know, since I was like postpartum and I had, um you know, I, I struggled with depression then. But it it knocked me on my ass. And um, it was really hard because I wanted to be back. And everyone was like, you're back, you know, yay. And I was not back. I was not back. So I found myself. I literally I turned on my vacation responder just because I couldn't. I just couldn't deal. I couldn't. And I'm glad. In retrospect, I realized I was I was pulling some levers that were actually really good coping mechanisms like vacation responder. I told my family, hey, I'm fine but I just can't talk. So I, I you know, I put up some boundaries. I I leaned into it. You know, I did all whatever I could within a healthy range just to just to so I like slept, you know. Okay, you want to sleep, don't question why. Don't shoulda, woulda, coulda yourself out of this state. Just sleep, you know. So it was difficult, but thank goodness I came out of it because I I <laughs> I hate it so much and my heart goes out to everyone dealing with that mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel like something that you can just call out sick for, but I do think it is. It 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 should be anyway.
1: No, you're right. And honestly, that's when, remember when I took the six weeks, that's what was happening. Mm. You know, that's why I was like, I, I took that six weeks away. You know, we did some pre-taping. Of the pod. No, not really. You guys had like the co-host or whatever. It's because I was struggling and drowning. And it was like, mm. if I don't do something, uh, it's not going to get better. And so it's not easy sometimes to force yourself to take time away because it's not visi- like visibly. It's like, well, nothing's wrong. You're like, you're, you're not coughing. You're not sniffling. You're like, yeah, but I'm still not well. You know? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I didn't realize it was that. I mean, I, I obviously I knew you were going through like a ton of like challenges at the time, mm-hmm. but you're right. I mean, that six weeks. It was what it was. And I mean, I think you positioned at the time as like, I'm just going to take a breather and get back to my business. But, you know, I do think it's it's important to talk about taking those breaks for literally just a mental health break. Yes. Um, and that's I've never been more grateful to own my schedule than when oh, I had gosh. I had no one to explain it to. I mean, I would have had to take three weeks off of work, two weeks to be physically ill. Mm-hmm. And then I was in that deep funk for like... A week a week and Mm -hmm. a half after that imagine like that's for some people they only get like 12 days a year of sick leave you know and you're lucky if it's paid sick leave at that um anywho i'm just so glad to be out of it and when i tell you i came out of that fog a few days before Halloween, mm. I got it together, <laughs> baby boy. He had a handmade construction truck costume that Aww, he did not truck. wear, but Aww. but he, I made it. He didn't wear it. <laughs> he like, was I afraid of want. it. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted to do everything. He wanted to sit on it. He wanted to dance on it. He wanted to push it around the house and dig things, but he did not want to wear it. I'm not putting that on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He's like, I'll wear the cute boots, though. He was definitely into the construction <laughs> boots. He <laughs> felt so cool, um, and it was and uh, my and my neighbors. When I tell you the village I have surrounded myself with, mm. these random strangers who I you know I just moved into this neighborhood four years ago, and I've made like I've just made friends with some mm. of my neighbors, really good friends with so many neighbors, and we hosted a block party, which I decided to do before I got sick and depressed, and I thought I was gonna. I mean, I had texted them. I was like, y'all, I just can't do it. I have to be honest. I cookies cookies felt like the dumbest thing in the world to me a week ago you know and like bounce houses and stuff but when i got out of the fog they they all they just handled it while i was in my funk you know like they we got the permit approved so we closed the street down i love it got the bounce house you know the dads made hot dogs and burgers (laughs) and you know so huge shout out to my to my neighborhood village here because um it it was so cool for the kids yesterday and I'm feeling much better now. Yes. I'm glad to be back. It feels good to be back.
1: Yeah. So we, I'm happy for you to be back. And I'm glad that, you know, that one, that, you know, you can always take time. You know, our our listeners mm-hmm. know, you know, we've been, we've been, we've been riding with y'all for six years. You could take a little time <laughs> off, you know. Right. And then two, like, that I'm glad <laughs> that, like, you know, that you, one, that you realized like, okay, here's some of the tools. Because that's what I was doing with my six weeks. I said, okay, if I took a week a quarter I wouldn't be so backed up like this Tiffany. So that's what I've been doing. Like every quarter I have a week yeah. walked off. It doesn't mean I have to go somewhere. It just means I'm not doing anything. I know that. And so yep. so that way it gives me chance to reset every quarter. So that's that's how I offset and um but yeah, so speaking of my week off, I I went to Hawaii. OMG. I never been to Hawaii before.
0: <laughs> which part of Hawaii did you go to?
1: Well, I did two islands. I did Oahu, so I stayed in like Waikiki, which is very cosmopolitan with the splash of island, right? So a big splash okay. of island. So think downtown Chicago, for those of you familiar, downtown Chicago is like super fancy, has like all like the Prada, Gucci, Hermes, yeah. whatever, right? So downtown Chicago is like a much cleaner New York, the Magnificent Mile—is that yes. that like Magna- long mm-hmm. street with all yeah? Like, so 5th think about Avenue that. New so it was that all the Gucci Prada blah blah blah. But then it was like, oh, but look at that sunset. Oh my god! Like literally, it's like there's our MS store, and then there's the beach right next to it. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> so Waikiki was very much that. Um, although we did go snorkeling, and we did like with Waikiki. I'll tell you this: if you're here, some Hawaii tips definitely rent a car because it's really mm-hmm. not. 'Cause the things you're wanting to do are gonna be far away, you know. So like if you stay in like Waikiki, certainly like where where we stayed, it's you know, it's really, like, really nice downtown and and beach and things like that. But we also wanted to go snorkeling and we also wanted to do a little hiking. So we were able to drive to do those things. So you definitely wanna um rent your car ahead of time. We stayed at the Prince Hotel, which is really nice. Um it's probably is, like one of the highest rated I always use um TripAdvisor to see. It's one of the highest rated rated hotels in um Kiki, was it like but- a resort
0: did you do the whole all-inclusive thing or no just i don't know hawaii hotel? has
1: that but it, it wasn't over res- it was it, i don't know if it was a resort. there were so many hotels to choose from but it, the yeah. prince was clean it was like nice you know it's not the, the the highest of the tiers but some of the hotels from just reading some of the recent reviews that some of them were like super fancy at one point and it kind of kind of fell into like disrepair so but that's mm. not so with the prince we loved it stayed there for four nights and then we went to maui for three nights. And Maui is the I've opposite of Waikiki. Right? So, yeah. Maui is like, just like, it's more nature. More like, you know, you don't really get like the, the downtown-esque. You know, like, it, it, it was just so beautiful. Both of them were really beautiful. And in Maui, because Maui is so expensive, like, like. So I'll, just to be candid, like Prince, maybe our hotel was 200 bucks a night, which is what you expect for like a nice hotel that's in a city. pretty good, actually. Yes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. So yeah. it was like maybe like, so, so I went with my sister and I went with my friend Cabral. So he had his own room. My sister and I had our room, right? So it was like maybe 200, 220. So it was like, okay, Maui, 200 what? Girl, you can rent this cardboard box for 200. I'm talking about like a Howard <laughs> Inn in Maui is like 600 bucks a night.
0: <laughs> okay so that's was, what I would expect it must be like because people probably go for this you know the scenery yes, the... it
1: is it is I guess it's like Holy the one crap. of the it was so expensive so I was like what are we gonna do because uh, one of my Anjali actually told me that my my financial planner she actually mm-hmm. went to Maui too around the same the same time we were there and she told me that she spent 600 bucks a night for like a, the Fairmont and I was like really how'd you get that She said, girl we booked a full year in advance 12 whole months in advance. She said, because normally the Fairmont, is like $1,500 a night. And you are like, don't... what? Yes. Like honestly, the Manny penthouse? Would, would, no. For a regular, <laughs> For a regular work? hotel, you're looking at t- $1,000 a night is considered mm, not so bad. And I was like, ain't no way. I said, what we got to do? Because I did want to go to Maui. My friend Cabral had oh, a great oh idea. He was like, girl, Airbnb. So we okay. found an Airbnb that was six hundred bucks a night. So it ended up still being two two hundred a piece because we split it three ways. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes. it was like, but it was like it was really nice. It was a villa and it was a villa, like a complex with like it was a villa complex. So it was like a gated community where like like really well appointed villas that were literally right on the water. Um so it was such a great like juxtaposition to we were staying in the city in a nice hotel and now we're staying in this villa. So it felt very villa, but the price was the same as like the city, so that was like that. That's a little hack for, for Hawaii. Is that if you're staying on one of the islands that tends to be a more premier, exclusive island to look for an Airbnb. If it, well, yeah. it's, it's, it will make sense if you're traveling with other people. If not, it's just gonna be pricey, girl. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. But and it the was flight like, is long too. That's a whole. Yes. How long have you gone for a week? Yeah, yeah. So I will say this though: I never fly. I've never paid for first class. I've only ever been bumped up because <laughs> I. I I
0: well.
1: You, you no, know, no, meaning
0: that like I've only because I people, people I feel like me. no one does. If you're yeah, doing it, it right, expensive. you're not paying for first class. Yes.
1: yes. But I was like, I didn't want to go ten hours in this upright seat. And I was like, Tiffany, this yeah. is your
0: birthday trip.
1: Aunt Julie always tells me I don't spend any money. And I was mm.
0: like, I'm gonna pay for first class
1: <laughs> I know so I paid for it Did you get it a pod? Yes, it was so nice. I said, "Is this how the other half lives?" Yeah, because would
0: tell me, "You are the other half, Tiffany." You just refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> like, that what? opening scene of Crazy Rich Asians oh when they're goodness. on the flight. Have you ever seen that movie when they're on yes. the flight to Singapore? It is. I'm like, book me that airline. I just want to be. I just want to be financially yes. secure enough to just have that be. a Girl, well, trip those for the, me. see
1: those types you of know? flight. Like, say if you're going to do first class <laughs> to China, I heard it's like ten thousand dollars. I'm like, Hawaii was not cheap. I want to say oh that it was God. a little under two thousand dollars for. For you know, round trip, which is not bad, you know, okay. um, for first class, ten hours there, ten hours back, but it was worth yeah. it because it was just such a long flight and it was really comfortable. Um, yeah. So, but I had never yet. Did was all like, your
0: friends also get? Did your sister get first class? She did, and then, but oh, my okay. friend
1: Cabral, he always flies first class. He was like, "Girl, we don't do nothing else. So like, you know,
0: like that's <laughs> that's his life. You just got to feel well. I'll see you with Coach
1: over here. Um, <laughs> so, because usually, like I said, like usually, like I, you know, I get bumped up just because I I travel enough that like I'm on the list. And so yeah. like, I, I maybe done first class maybe like four times in my life. And it's because, like I said, I've just gotten bumped or I'll use points mm. to like bump me up. But yeah, I was like, you know what, Tiffany? Treat yourself. You know? Yeah, exactly. So it was honestly, it was such a great trip. I didn't do any work. Everything, yeah. Hawaii, we did all the things we wanted to do. If you ever want to go to Hawaii and do a luau, you need to book at least like two or three weeks before you go because they go really fast. Luau's are really popular and it's it's an experience that everyone should have. So it's it's very cultural um, did you do we, one? Yeah, I did one. Thankfully, I, oh. I cause we, so my sister's birthday was on the 25th of October, and we surprised her. I told her that we couldn't get a luau because they were all booked, but then oh. we surprised her. We're like, psych, we're going to a luau tonight.
0: So she was super excited. But it was just like, honestly, it was- <laughs> Those are always the meanest way to surprise people. Make them really upset. <laughs> the no luau minute. for you. Psych! <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> but honestly, it was just such a great time because it was nice to spend time with my sister, my friend. Mm-hmm. Which and- sister? Uh, Tracy.
0: My, my Oh, Tracy. of uh, Tracy Alicia PR. Yes, TracyAliciaPR oh, wow. I'm feeling for a publicist,
1: I'm really proud of Tracy. So we should talk about some business stuff, but like later. But like of yeah. how she's like done some pivoted pivoting. And pivoting I'm think- amazed
0: by her too. I mean, because I I feel like over the years you've mentioned Tracy here and there, and now I'm like, damn, she's really doing it. Yeah, it's only been a year she's in, doing and amazing. she is
1: slaying. Um, but yeah, so it, like yeah. I said, it was just great. And now, like I said, every every quarter, I'll be I'll be not working for um a week, and whether that's a week traveling or whether that's just a week sitting at home then so be yeah. it but it was just a really good a really good time and i just like i'm feeling like i don't know mandy i'm like just feeling like in such a like a better space and place that not that life has gotten easier i've just gotten better at managing
0: mm-hmm. like i'm
1: putting those things that, like you said you said something really smart like when you said that like oh they're the levers that i pulled that it was like oh yeah you know what, okay, like, you know, um, my vacation, like, you know, responder, you know, texting my family to let them know, letting, you know, like, I'm learning to pull those levers. So as things, you know, because things are just going to get busier, but it doesn't mean that I have to, like, I'm learning, one, how to recognize the sign, like, oh, oh, oh Tiffany, we're starting to get into that space of overwhelm. Like, yeah. you need to, like, I'm much better at having the hard conversations I've been having a lot lately. And I remember being like, I think I'm not going to say it. And I was like, Tiffany, I know it's hard. Remember what Dr. Green taught you, that the, your reaction that you're having is really the reaction of 10-year-old Tiffany being afraid, not 42-year-old Tiffany. Whatever that, whatever that consequence was going to be when you're 10 is not the same as when you're 42. Sure, is it uncomfortable, but it's not the same consequence because you're an adult, you have full agency. And so I'm getting so much better. So as a result, I'm feeling the anxiety, like it's shortening my anxiety time which has been so amazing that I'm like, it's hard. We fixed it. Oh, it's hard. You said the thing. So it's yeah. not perfect, but we've said it and we've shaved off a significant component of the anxiety. I'm I'm just feeling like so much better. Like I said, life has
0: definitely gotten harder, but I feel mm. more equipped to manage like what comes my way. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy to hear it. And I feel like anxiety and, and what what I've made peace with with my anxiety and depression is that I live with it like... I almost feel like and this goes for anything like self-doubt, negative like expect like fear, all those things. I just mm-hmm. imagine that it's like a little furry cute, like kind of cute but like an ugly dog that you love, you know? <laughs> and it's just kind of like sitting on my desk or wherever I am and I'm just like, "Hi, how are you? Oh, you again. You're just going to sit there. I know how to handle you. I know you're going to be there." You know what I mean? And it's almost like It's becoming mature enough to recognize that there's always going to be stress, um, but not being so reactive to it Mm -hmm. instead of just reacting to those things that stress you or those moments when you're anxious. It's like putting systems in place and knowing what those levers are exactly. And it's a good time to talk about it too, because it's November 1st and seasonal, like with the seasons Mm -hmm. changing, especially if you're in a part of the country like we are where it gets dark so early, Mm -hmm. seasonal depression is for real, for Mm -hmm. real. So. If everyone's listening, like just go easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I I did not get to go on my vacation, but I am doing um, I'm gonna book a a facial and a massage. Nice. I'm just gonna go. I'm trying to do some self-care, like, you know, even if I don't feel like I I'm I need it, you know what I mean? Like I'm not overwhelmed right now. Um, it's a good time for us to have this conversation. This it feels is. good. It I'm is. I'm glad I didn't cry because I felt like <laughs> I was gonna cry. Um, Aw. No, but it's hard. It's and good to be think, back. For yeah. Trip.
1: And we're like, sometimes we're just so hard on ourselves. Like, I'm sorry, why can't you no. fly again? It's like, I mean, what the hell? <laughs> you know, we're so hard yeah. on ourselves. And it's just like, girl, yeah. you j- literally in a year, you've got a baby, a husband, you have a brand new business. Like don't, we have okay this... now
0: you're gonna make me cry
1: don't no don't I'm just, do i yeah, sorry but I'm just saying that like <laughs> it has been a lot it's been a lot yeah. it's like you know because it's like well what more do you we, do we want I mean I'm sorry quarantine pandemic everyone's experiencing trauma you know like yeah. Dr Green told me that she asked me that I know what trauma was and I was like I don't know girl I mean I know but I didn't know the words and she's like well trauma is is twofold it's when something has happened that ought not to have happened so let's just say you were abused as a child that should not have happened or when something should have happened but did not. Let's just say that you were supposed to be fed and you know you, you were starved. You know, So we are all experiencing trauma. Things that happened that ought not to have happened or things that ought to have happened did not. And so none of us have, if if you are still here and you could hear our voice, you lived through a quarantine pandemic and all the other things combined. We're all experiencing some form of trauma. Now for some people it's hit harder than others, but It's a lot and giving yourself the grace and the space to like navigate through. That's just, that's all we can do. And hopefully that you're consciously navigating through because I've definitely been someone who has like not, I know it's there, but I haven't done anything about it. And I was like, I don't want to live like that anymore. I want to actively work on, on like, what does better look like for me? What does happier look like for me? What does more alignment look like for me? You know, it's that communication, like, You know, like Mandy, I'm so sorry, Mandy. You texted me that message like, "Can we tape later?" I did not even see. I was like, "Of course," and I did not press enter. (laughs) I was
0: like, "Oh, that's okay." Sometimes technology is not on our side. It does not want us to be great.
1: (laughs) You know, but that's the kind of conversation. Those that's the kind of communication you have. Like, hey, if you would have said, "Hey, Tiff, can we tape on Wednesday?" Like, for example, Wednesdays, as y'all know, are my days light, and Fridays are my days off. But we've done some Wednesday and Friday tapings because it's Mm -hmm. like, well, what do you need? Like, how can I lighten your load? You know, like, so we're like, I think that's really one of the keys is too, is that like having conversations with the people that are affected and, you know, because people are more than willing to accommodate you in that moment in time. Like, you know, if it's, if it's possible, if I can't do it now, I can do this. I can give you my Wednesday. I can give you my Friday. I can. Yeah. So just, yeah. yeah. So I'm just grateful, but I'm sure in two weeks I'll be crying again, but you
0: know, that's just how it is. (laughs) Give me two minutes. I'm I don't have an I'm gonna stop talking because I probably will start. But, yeah. No, girl, last week I was like, I create, I'm gonna be a preschool teacher again. We're the kids.
1: I don't want to be so I don't want to
0: be a boss. No I like, it's too deal much. with babies. Isn't no. it? I don't think you want to deal with parents during COVID times, though. It doesn't no, it I know. Like... I was
1: thinking, I was like, that sucks. But I was like, you know what? I don't know. I just want to sing ABCs and the numbers and the shapes. It was so much easier. Than...
0: Just bring it simple. Thank yeah. Kids though, I did not realize. I I thought oh I'll love my kid and no one else's kid, but I genuinely have every kid I meet, especially the kids in my neighborhood. Yeah. I really like I yes. like I like them. Yeah, they're so nice to talk to. Yes, and just have a and just get a hug. Yes. and just bounce and have like a lollipop. Like, <laughs> um, I see what you're saying. I don't know yes. about like preschool, but you know, I could hang out with Sydney down the street and just talk about unicorns for yes! thirty minutes, and that. <laughs> it's so Care.
1: awesome you like so, so really awesome
0: dinosaurs. like huh? why do we <laughs> we 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 don't give kids enough credit and no. i feel so like i'm such a mom right now but i feel like i don't know working with children is such a it's something it's something i never really had wanted to do mm-hmm. you know because i think maybe because my childhood wasn't so great so i just assumed everyone was whatever mm. <laughs> but um yeah, it's it's so therapeutic, yeah. It is um, there.
1: That's why you see, I'd be like, um, Carol, drop my kids off, Carol, Roman and Amelia, because it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's such a great space. Because one, I know they're going to be wild. Yeah. I call them the crazies. I'm like, how are the crazies? She's like, crazy. I'm like, well, drop them off. <laughs> because like, you know, the energy there is just like, they bring life yeah. to the house. There's no time to-, to
0: fuss yes, or exactly. worry about big problems, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And, and then, like, like his the YouTube
0: just... channel has is is not updating. Like, where's my next toy show? Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. And this grilled cheese just... is
1: too hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you put it in the refrigerator? Okay. It's too cold now. Can you warm it up? I'm like. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 what do you want to eat? I already know Roman wants to eat that damn rice. That's all he will eat. The yellow Uncle Ben's rice. I'm like, Roman, you're going to turn it into rice. <laughs> he said, that's all I want. Meanwhile, Amelia's like, um, y'all got ribs? <laughs> <laughs> going on 44 <laughs> oh my god yo so it's just but you see even the joy it brings like talking about yes like yeah so you should I I yeah. just encourage everybody who's listening to pinpoint like a space for me it's like my nieces and my nephew that like whenever things are really overwhelming and I need to leave it at the door that like I will go mm-hmm. see them because I know I can't think about anything else um, and yeah. so but f- pinpointing for you maybe it's the beach you know maybe it's a walk maybe it's your favorite podcast <clears throat> Brown Ambition Leave us a great review,
0: right? (laughs) They're doing it right now, and they're like, "Shit, I came here to escape my depression," and all they're doing is talking about. (laughs) Well, no, let's talk about something happy.
1: So I, I was in. There's a lot of pivoting that I'm doing now in business. I just wanted to like touch upon like Mm -hmm. the importance Mm -hmm. of pivoting, right? So, um, y'all know I have this online school called the Literature Academy, and for me. Although we're like now and we have like 40 or 50,000 students and people will tell me, I love the academy. I love the academy. The teacher in me was like, I gave the academy a C plus B minus, meaning like I knew we could do better because I felt like we were adhering to like one type of learner who was super autonomous. Like, girl. Like, I got mm-hmm. this, you know what I mean? Like a Mandy, like, girl, bye, give me my stuff, I got it, right? Yeah. But I just was like, well, what about the the person that needs the handholding? I felt like we were we were letting that woman down, you know? And I just couldn't put my finger on how. So we're pivoting in that we will still have the autonomous component of the academy, which is like a library, all these amazing classes you can take, pick the books off the shelf, do what you need to do. But I'm creating this 12-step path program That will lead you to what I call a richer life, you know, at the end. So it's very similar to like my get good with money, like the 10 steps to financial wholeness. But I just Mm -hmm. added, and and with the 10 steps I added, um, mindset on the front end and philanthropy on the back end to make it 12 steps. So it's like mindset, budgeting, savings, debt, credit, learning to earn, insurance, investing, your money team, estate planning, and philanthropy. So it's these 12 steps. and, And what I love is I've been reaching out to different financial educators who can teach the complete step. Because before with the academy, okay. you would could take, and it still would be there, like you could take a credit course that's 45 minutes. But I realized everyone doesn't have that capacity. So now it's like you could take this credit course that's like eight modules and each of the videos is under five minutes. So mm. that's what I feel like. Yes. Like, so we still have the if you're like, Mandy, you're like, girl, I don't need all that. I just I could take my class. I'm done. I'm autonomous. But if you're like, actually, I want the breadcrumbing. we're finally adding that in. And it's just, it feels so good. Like, I just wanted to share that, that like you might be in a spot where, in business or in life, where the pivot is necessary. Where like, do I need to add on? Do I need to shift? Like I was telling Tracy, she was saying how um, she's very particular, My 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 sister who is a publicist, right? So she's been doing it for like a year and some change and she's been slaying. But she's very particular about the client she takes on because she said everyone thinks they need a publicist, but she won't take your money if she doesn't think you're ready because she's like, that's not fair. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I know if I pitch you, the answer is going to be no, because they know that you're not ready. So she struggled with that. Like, "Well, what do I do? Because I literally have hundreds of people who are like, I want to work with you. But I know, because she she has um, my other sister, Carol, who's like this researcher, will research your full brand. And it says she will assess the likelihood of you getting press. And if she thinks it's not likely, they won't take you on, which I love. But she said, as a result, you know, I feel like I could have hundreds of people signed up, but I'm saying, no, what do I do? I said, well, what's the intermediary, like, between the person who's ready to be pitched for press and the person who needs some work? You know, is there a product in between? And she was like, I don't know. I'm like, well, you already have done this deep dive research. Are you sharing it with folks? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, why is that not a thing that, like, is a product? So she started to do coaching now. And she's like, girl, it's gone so well that she does... um, she does coaching where you have to do at least three sessions. And so they do this deep dive and they say, here's the way you can tweak and fix your brand to make it ready. And even too, here's some ways that you can start to get pressed, at least preliminarily for yourself. And she said that has been going so well. And I'm just proud of her for that pivot where it's like, I'm doing, you know, level Z is my main business, but I'm leaving out people A through Y. What do I do? And so she created this coaching program. Like, I'm just, I'm sharing that because I'm just like, I'm seeing those pivots, like, in all of my my friends who, you know, post-pandemic, post-quarantine, like, okay. Like, I saw my friend Lovey. She pivoted from she used to make most of her money from speaking engagements, but now she started this like um, Mighty Networks, which is like a community that you pay. I think I don't know if it's like 20 bucks a month for whatever, but like. She created a community where, like, some of the resources that she was giving away, she realized that people really want a deeper dive. So she committed, created a community where she connects on a daily basis with that community. So she realized, like, okay, I had to pivot from just speaking engagements to providing additional access of community to me. And so it just... Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, sometimes we bang our head against like, well, this is the way we know, this is the way we know. And it's like, there are offsets and offshoots you can do of what you're currently doing. And sometimes it's just a completely total, like a total, like, you know, 160, or 180, or whatever, um, um, 360 pivot totally. But I just encourage you not to be afraid to pivot, to see, is this the only way I could go about doing this? Is there yeah. something I can add on? If Am I leaving out people who still need services and help? Can I provide that for those folks? I mean, yeah, I just just encourage that because, I mean, there was a lot of stress with Tracy because she was just like, wow, you know, I just, I'm not finding new clients, not because people are not interested, but I just can't see myself taking money from people who are not ready. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. don't, not in the, cause that's not fair, but now look, now those very people are like, oh my gosh, this coaching is so amazing. Yeah. And she's like so geeked by the fact that, like, I'm like, I think that you never know. This might be the thing you really do. Like you maybe yeah. only have four clients and then the rest of the people come through in this way. And so, like, yeah, I just like, you know, I know as you're, as you're working through your business, Manny, you're figuring out like, okay, what is my like core base and what am I pivoting to? So, like, what's what's new in BizLand for you?
0: Oh, oh yeah. Um, a lot is new, but The biggest thing is that ever since July, I've been doing one-on-one career coaching. I don't know. I just wanted to pay it forward. And first of all, I wanted to just talk to women. Mm. Um, Most of my followers on Instagram are women of color. Mm. And I posted in July, you know – are you interested in free coach- free career coaching with Mandy? Um, that's me. And I posted a form. <laughs> and I posted a form and I had over 200 people within Amazing. the first 48 hours sign up. And then I was like, oh, snap. What am I going to do? So, you know, I kind of um, created a calendar system and all that. And I've been trying to do a couple of sessions a day. And we're ramping up. Um, at this point, I've done about 40 sessions, which doesn't Amazing. sound like a lot. But it's 40. That's a 40- lot, 40 women, um, and I have 82 more scheduled by the end of the year. Um, And it it hurt because I, you know, when I was sick and then I was Mm. in my funk, I had to reschedule a lot of them. But it has been so fulfilling and it's free, Mm. it's a half hour. And no, I'm not taking any new applicants right now. I can't. (laughs) Um, But it has been, and the reason that I put that form up and I made it, you know, detailed, like you had to put why. You're interested mm-hmm. in talking to me. When you're looking to leave your job, what do you need help with to fill out a form? You know, and I feel like there wasn't one poor quality applicant. Mm. It was all, and the women that I get to talk to, mm. when I tell you, like it's almost, and a lot of them listen to Brown Ambition, obviously. So it's literally like I've had, I've gotten to talk to our fans every oh. day. Um, I try to just, I'm awkward, so I'm like, yeah, forget who I am. Um, so it's much <laughs> about your career, and the women, eyes, I, I mean inspiring mm-hmm. on another level and so like it just fills me up it feels fill- and i'm like this feels good how do i do this mm-hmm. um and uh, so i have been doing those and i am in the process of building out um i've i've launched my i launched my just quit toolkit back around the same time around my okay. birthday in early august and that's been downloaded nearly 2000 times that's and amazing yeah, and I, um, it's it's been really helping people. But it's you know it's a twelve page free download, and what I'm do what I'm doing is I'm I've I've leaned into this whole, and I'm I'm just owning my recipe for wealth building and my recipe for career success, which has been to actively quit whenever I. Um, decided that I I found a new opportunity that paid better or offered mm-hmm. me better career prospects. And I talk about quitting seven times in 10 years and how there's a stigma around job hopping and how that really only benefits employers. But it actually is not true mm-hmm. because job hopping, I think, helps everyone in the end. But anyhow, so I, I had the Just Quit toolkit. Now I'm working on Quit Your Way Rich course, yes. which is going to be, I know, I feel like, oh, course. But no, literally, it's going to be I mean you talked about modules, a ton of different modules, but everything from, you know, passively job searching. I mean in the women that I talk to every day, mm-hmm. the questions that they're asking me, I I know I have so much to say and so much to offer and I talking to women every day kind of as my focus group. Okay. I know exactly, you know, what the challenges are and it's just been so that's what I that's what I'm focusing on. I'm a bit I'm not going to say behind because you know, I'm where I need to be. But because mm-hmm. of that, those few weeks of downtime. Um, but that's my focus. I'm I've stepped like away that. from the consulting because you know like I that. that was my first, that was my bread and butter. Yeah. Um. You know, doing consulting, which is one of the modules that's my course is going to be how to become a consultant. You know, how to leverage your professional. Um, how to do what you're doing for an employer and do it for way more money on your own and not report to anybody, um, which is a lot of the women I talk to, they want to like consult. And you know what? The secret is that it's, you just have to call yourself a consultant and <laughs> that's all you have to do. No, honestly, uh, that is
1: all like, it's the pivot. Like I love that. I was ta- I did like a live the other day where I talked about it. in the beginning, you're kind of hustling up, you know, cause you're like, okay, I know I can make money like this. So we got to pay these bills. Let's get to a stable. We're paying bills. But then in the back of your mind, you kind of have like, this is really, I think I want to dabble in this. And so, but it's okay in the beginning. I think people feel like if I'm not working my passion right away, something's wrong. It's like, no, sis, yeah. bills must be paid. So no, that's also yes. exciting. I can't wait for it to be done so you can share it with us so we can-
0: You know what's funny? I was up to like 3 a.m., like just having a manic episode, you know, planning. And I was like, get feeling better. So I was like, I got to buy domains and I got to look at webinar options and da da da. And then I was like, I actually listened to a module of Your Literature Academy. Were you? I think it was recent because I'm like, she talked about this on the podcast, but you were talking about building a movement and everything. It was nice to listen to you. It was, I felt so weird because I'm like, I could just call, but why not? She's already created this. Why don't I just listen to it? what she got to say? And you talked about building a movement and the, your dream catchers and dream builders. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I have to, I want to create a community too. Because mm-hmm. for me, I don't just want it to be that art, you know, just have a course out there and then here you go, go get it. And yes. I'm not going to ever be around I like personal connection. I like talking to women about whatever's going on in their lives and my life, you know. And anyway, so I'm trying to create a community. And also, I know the 200 women that I've um, that I'm in the process of talking to, like they. I'm like, you guys need to talk to each other because yes. I'm talking to people in the same like the same industries, and I'm already yes. thinking like, oh, but I talked to like Ashley last week, who's also in, and these are women who were like in VP level, director mm. level. These are big jobs, and. Anyway, so I, I I'm like if I could create a community where yes I'm available but also they can lean on one another. Yes. I think that could be really powerful. Um, but what was funny is I'm like, what the hell am I going to call them? Like Tiffany calls them Dream Builders, and like you know what is Mariah Carey calls hers Lambs, Lambs, and yeah. like Lady Gaga your Monsters, monsters. yeah. But I'm like, are we going to be the quitters? Is that going to be our name? Like, we're the quitters. But that's not inspirational. <laughs> it's not inspirational.
1: But you'll think of something. You'll I'll think, think of something. Of something. something. Yes. But that's <laughs> honestly, I love this pivot for you. And you're right. One of the things I talked about in that course about building a community that you know you truly have a community when they don't lean solely or even mostly on you. They lean on each other. That's how you know you've yeah. done it. You know? like, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, this is really like, this is awesome. I think I... I know we have it sometimes, you know, we, we, we talk about like our lives and things like that, but it's nice to also like, you know, dip in and and chat about business. Cause I know so many of you guys are starting businesses or wanting to start businesses or just curious about how does it all go? And so we try to make, you know, especially now that Mandy has come on to the business. We'll have more chat about that.
0: Hey, BA fam. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Hey, hey, BA
1: fam, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. That's incredible. This is according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
0: They offer buy now, pay later options with after pay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to Squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link Squarespace.com brownambition Brown Ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank.
1: Well, in the interest of time, I think it's time to segment two. Boost or break or boost or break or boost or break or boost Mm -hmm. or boost Mm -hmm. or break. Are you gonna boost? Oh, what's the beat? <laughs> You're gonna break. No, I said, Got wait, it. Clap, wait, wait, clap, 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 <laughs> clap.
0: Wait. clap, clap, clap. Yeah. I like to snap. <laughs> clap, snap, clap. snap, 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 snap. Because I have to clap, I have to clap like around my mic. It's awkward. All right, Mandy, are you gonna boost or are
1: you gonna br- br- break
0: I am gonna do a boost and a very a simple boost. And this okay. is one of the things like I've been doing this these mentorship career conversations for so long. I don't know if you guys know this, but on LinkedIn, and this is one of my keys to passively job searching, it's almost like it's it's like formulating, yes, your LinkedIn profile is important, but there's this new button that you can click on LinkedIn called mm. the open to work button. So if you go to your profile on LinkedIn right now and you look underneath your photo and your and your title, there's a button that says open to. And then you click that and you can actually this signals to recruiters and mm. they can filter. Because I feel like, every, and when I was recruiting as a hiring manager, LinkedIn recruiter was uh, my preferred tool of choice. I think it's wonderful. A lot of recruiters are using LinkedIn as a tool to recruit. But now, if you say you're open to work, they can actually see, oh, this person's actually available. Like I'm gonna, I might have a shot at getting a response. So I really encourage the women I'm talking to to actually go to LinkedIn
1: mm-hmm. and
0: click and turn on their open to work signal. And LinkedIn will do its best to hide. I know some people are like, like worried, oh, what if my boss sees mm. that I'm open to? Personally, I think let them know. Like let them know that you're keeping your options open. But if you're worried about that, LinkedIn will, um, they say they will try their best to hide that from people who work at your company and especially people on the recruiting side who work okay. at your company. Um, so there is a bit of that you can look at your privacy settings, but I think it's such a simple way to do it, and this is the key though when you put open to work and I've actually talked to women. I'm like, tell me what do you say you're open to? And they may be open to uh only titles that they've already had or previous okay. titles. I'm like, be sure that you are open to and looking into like what is the next level for you and what are those job titles because you want to be available you know, for recruiters who are searching for those roles. Um, and some of the women I've talked to, you know, they haven't been reaching or aiming high enough when it comes Mm. to their title, um, and open to work. So that's my, my career tip. And I think it's wonderful. My little, my little career boost. Yes.
1: My boost is super simple, too. So I just found out. Let me check, actually. Let me check right now where we at. Where we at? Um, author, my author portal. So I got some really amazing news. Oh,
0: did we get, get to 100K? Did we yes. Get to 100K? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so I have nice?
1: officially sold, which is so crazy. I'm going to pull, I'm pulling up like, so when you, well, I don't know how it is with other publishers, but for example, Penguin, of course, my computer's like acting slow. Um, Penguin allows you to have... Um, like to see like how much you've sold. So I've sold a hundred thousand. Well, yeah, like a hundred thousand copies. Like a hundred and, like two thousand copies. No, not a hundred and two. One hundred two thousand copies. But just basically over a hundred thousand copies. Oh. I I hit that 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 benchmark. I want to say Friday. You know, um, so a few days ago. But here's the thing. It took me a while to like because I was like, okay, is that good? I mean, I know it's good, but I didn't know. How well? So I did a little Google. I was like, "How many books sell a hundred thousand copies in there in a year?" And so it said, "How many personal finance books?" Sorry, girl. I know. So typically, a personal finance books. Okay, <laughs> there are million like there are literally millions and millions and millions of books that are selling annually, and about two hundred of them will ever sell a hundred thousand copies in a year. But then it whittles down further that. Of the 200, 120 are books that have already been out there, meaning like the Bible is still selling 100,000 copies a year, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, those types of books, like The Secret. So really, there are about 1 million new books that launch annually. And of those 1 million new books that launch annually, only about 80 sell over 100,000. So it's like like a quarter of 1%. And I was just like, wow, Tiffany, because I'm not really one for soaking things in. I'd be like, okay, okay, next thing. And I was like, no, no, I want you to soak in that you sold 100,000 copies plus of your book in seven months, not even in 12 months, in seven months, Tiffany, like, that's not a small thing. You guys have just like Mm -hmm. shown up fully for this book. And I just, and if you're like, what book? Get Good With Money. Hello. Um, Because some people might be like, I'm new. What book? So I wrote a book, Get Good With Money. And the fact that it was on the list for eight weeks, I'm actually going to have a party. I told myself I'm having a party. I'm going to have it probably the first or the second week in December. I'll be there. Um, I want to cater really it great. like a party party. Yes, because I'm talking about right. I want to invite. Literally, I'll, I'll figure out what it looks like, but I'm, you know... Some of y'all be invited. I'm sure it'll it'll be RSVP. So it's not invite only, but certainly RSVP. So we can have a cap. But I'm gonna have a party with a DJ and food yes. because I never mark the time. You know, I like I never stamp. I'm like, this is a big deal, Tiffany. You wrote this book, Gick It With Money. You poured your heart into it. You wanted to make sure that it really was a guide for especially women, especially brown mm-hmm. women, a guide to work them through the most basic parts of personal finance to the complicated components of personal finance in these 10 steps. You did it, you made the list, you stayed on it for eight weeks, you've sold 100,000 copies. Girl, it's deserving of a party.
0: And so we're having a party. And so I just, yeah, I just wanted to boost that because I'm so excited. <laughs> First of all, for the hundred K. Second of all, because you really don't throw parties. I don't. Barely had a party for your own wedding. Literally, <laughs> I did it. Literally, my wedding was. We're
1: going to the Justice Piece, and we're going you to had have a like, lunch. A lunch at like my friends. I just, you know, I don't know what it is. I'm just not one for like stamping, like you know, accomplishments or stamping like. And I was like, stop. We're yeah. not doing that anymore. I don't know why you feel like you can't yeah. or you shouldn't. But I'm like, no, we're gonna have a daggone party, Tiffany. We're gonna have a really good time. Cause I wanna remember and think back like this was this is a joyful, momentous occasion, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah. So I'm just excited about that. I just like, yeah, I just wanted to share that as a boost that, you know, that's something that I yeah, yeah it's hard to wrap my mind around because you know so the sure number is one thing
0: I said 100k
1: I know, I I'm the J.K. Cr- Rowling of personal finance <laughs> yeah. you know what's so crazy like it's on my vision board. I'm looking at my vision board now it said 100,000 copies sold I didn't say when and it said New York Times bestseller and I'm like yo, oh, we're wow. actually here yeah so you're gonna need
0: a bigger vision board
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> So, yeah, don't don't worry, we're going to have a party. Okay, a party. We're going to party so hard that I'm going to slip into my Crocs halfway through so my feet can be comfortable.
0: (laughs) That kind of party. Uh, I'm so freaking excited for you. Um, (laughs) And we'll continue to be so proud. So proud to know you. Thank you. If
1: you want to get the book, uh, getgoodwithmoney.com, some of y'all be like,
0: ooh, you forgot your commercial, Tiffany. I would be shocked if anyone (laughs) listening right now... You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> and listen, if you haven't gotten the book yet, it's not. Go get the book. Go to your local Target. Yep. And um, if or you Martin don't Nobles. see it, check the Dave Ramsey book because I might have put hers over it. <laughs> um, that was funny. I love your that local video. Westchester Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yes. Well, we're back. I'm so glad to be back. It felt good.
1: And don't forget, guys, you know, this is just one of two episodes that we do weekly. So we're actually about to go tape our Q&A episode for Friday's drop. So keep your Q&As pouring on in. Share, you know, copy and paste. If you got friends in business or otherwise, copy and paste the link to wherever you're watching this and share in your group chat. Like, let's get this, let's get our, you know, we yes. would love to just expand. We didn't even
0: have a, speaking of celebrating, we have not had a chance to celebrate with BA Fam. I know. Our I Radio Best Business Podcast Award nomination. That's right. That nomination.
1: Is. We have to think about how we going to celebrate. We have to have dinner, something. Because we had a fun dinner before.
0: They need to invite us to LA. That's what I'm thinking. The I would love I that. Media Awards. But no, we are up against Earn Your Leisure, which doesn't mm-hmm. even feel like competition. Just friends, just bros. Yes. Um, but like how and, I built uh, this? Oh, I built Girl. that was the one. My husband was like, What? That, he, that's you know, crazy. he actually listens to that podcast, not yes. mine, but he listens to that one. <laughs> that's crazy. Guy Raz, the one and only. Yes, we're up yes. in December. And, and there was Bloomberg. something else too. Isn't it
1: Planet Money, which is huge? NPR's Planet yeah. Money.
0: One of Planet, I don't know if it's Planet Money, one of NPR shows. Okay. And then a Bloomberg show. So legit. I mean, not that we needed anyone else's like validation, but mm-hmm. it feels damn, damn good. good. We're some to good be company. Recognized. Yes. It feels really good to be recognized. And it feels like, you know, everything is right on time. But I'm yes. like, yeah, we deserve it's about it. Time. A hundred it's about thousand They're percent. They're late. Yeah. <laughs> so thank y'all. Yes. Thank y'all for rock, rocking with us and, you know, continuing to support the show because, um, yeah, it, we put everything into it. We do. All right, y'all. Until next week. Well, really, until Friday. See you later. Until Friday. Friday. <laughs> See you at the B-A-Q-A. <laughs>